Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature audio from Brothers of the Brush with Chris Kerfoot. In this episode, Chris catches up with a good friend of his, Paul Cooper from Bear Improvements Trading out of Ware, Herefordshire. They chat about things such as work-life balance, saying no, and how important your health is. This episode is sponsored by Bayer and Federated Insurance. Now then, welcome back to another Bobcast. In this episode, I catch up with Paul Cooper of Bayer Improvements. Now, I caught back up again with Paul down at the P&D show last year, like I always do when I bump into him. Mentioned the podcast to him and he was quite happy to come on, which I fully appreciate because I think Paul's got an interesting story. So in this one, we chat about things such as work-life balance, your health, down to the simple things such as sharpie eyebrows. So you know the score by now, pin back your lug holes, get a brew and give us a listen. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. So, on this week, we have Paul Cooper of Bear Improvements, based down in Ware, Hertfordshire. I've got that right, Anta. Yeah, that's correct. Brilliant. Brilliant. How are you? I'm very well, actually. Um, yeah. Despite everything that, that is going on currently, um, with this lockdown nonsense, um, and not working, uh, again. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, everything's everything's good. Um, I'm, I'm lucky that I get on with my family. I bet you just got back into work and then you're off again. I was, I was just getting back into it and yeah, yeah, the rug's been pulled out from underneath me once again. So who was in the Cooper household? Right. Well, there is my very long suffering wife of 19 years or nearly 19 years, Jeff. Um, And I've got two daughters, Amelie and Eloise, who are 16 and 12. There's two cats who are fairly neurotic. uh, And then there's my Land Rover. Yeah. So you've got an house full of hormones then, haven't you? Uh, yeah, yeah we're, well, we're well and truly into it now. Luckily, the cats are boys. Yeah, uh, I've, I've got yet to come. My daughter's at 12, and I can, so, I can sort of suss it's coming. She's, uh, yeah, she's uh, she's growing quick. <laughs> it's getting scary. <laughs> yeah, thinking you miss it. Yeah. So your story in business, how did you start? First off, I want to know, because I've, I've always wondered, where does Bear Improvements come from? Bear improvement. See, that's a question I get asked a lot, actually. Um, and I can kind of understand that. Um, bear improvement. Well, my background is uh, furniture and product design. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I've, I've been with my, my wife a long time now. Um, and when I set the company up, or we were looking at setting it up, we needed to come up with a name. Yeah. And through gritted teeth, I have to admit that it was actually her that came up with the name. Oh, don't tell um, me it's your pet name. 
It's my pet Bear. name. Bear is my pet name. Is yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's what my wife calls me. Um, and, and do you know what? As soon as she said it, I thought, do you know what? That is, that's perfect because it gives me the opportunity to have the logo. Do, do you know you're going to hate me for this? Do you know what I'm just picturing now? Go on. Bear out or American Pie, the wedding. Do you know what? I've got a complete mind blank on that. I'll have to. I'll have to look is, that is, up. Is, is the one that's gay? <laughs> you, you know, well, in the nightclub where they have the dance off with Stifler. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, he's there, yeah. isn't it? It's all coming <laughs> hideously flooding back to me. Um, <laughs> Shave hair up middle. It's similar. <laughs> well, right now, that that would be um, quite something. It is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> So, getting back on to how you started. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, my 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 background's furniture and product design. I worked, um, having graduated from a, a furniture and product design degree, um, worked ten years commercial office interiors, amongst other things. Uh, got laid off back in two thousand and nine. So what, eleven years now? Um, and kind of sort of fell into it. I mean, three, three and a half years before being laid off, we'd bought the house we're in now. It was a, a bit of a doer upper, to <laughs> say the least. Um, and um, ended up in that year of being the first um, made redundant, uh, doing bits and pieces for friends and family. Um, and lots of friends and family had said, you should just, you know, just become a handyman, basically. Yeah. Because I was a bit, quite good at doing lots of different things not I know handyman, handyman is, is, is a dirty word isn't it it's, it's like, only uh, the next one up from gardener isn't it <laughs> <laughs> well, i used to do a bit of gardening uh, so yeah um I, I can be that one that everyone's listening to going oh god he's one of those um but uh, um there's certain things that set me out from a lot of my um handyman brethren shall we say yeah um but anyway so I did a few bits and pieces for a number of different people um, just as a bit of a favor, a little bit of kind of spending money on the side sort of thing. Um, and I got a phone call from someone I didn't know. And the phone said, like, you don't know me, but I know your work. I was like, oh, God, what's gone wrong? Um, and he said, well, I'm setting up a handyman company in, I can't remember where it was, a couple of few miles away from, from where I am. And uh, I'm looking to outsource all the work to guys that are good at doing what they do and obviously i've yeah, seen your yeah. stuff and i know that you can do what you do um so i'd be looking at charging you know this i'd pay you that but you'd need your own tools your own insurance your own vehicle your own you know so basically you'd have to be your own one-man band yeah and that was essentially the final nail in the coffin i went well if i'm going to be doing it for someone else i might as well do it for yourself. Just go do it for myself. Do, do the paperwork. You've finished everything else, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. And I'll just charge ever so slightly less than what he was planning on charging me out at. Yeah. I'm still going to get the same amount. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so that almost the rest is history. Um, so that first year spent, you know, a fair amount of the time working for, again, just friends and, and their families. Um, there was one guy in particular uh, who's a, a chap I was at, at university with. Uh, his parents lived down the road, and he actually taught me an awful lot of stuff. He was one of these very particular, no, it has to be my way kind of guys, yeah. sort of people most of us hate working for. 
Um, but actually, I kind of played it in many respects to my advantage because I learned a lot of stuff from him. Yeah. Um, and could then move forward with that. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. So, what's been your lowest point? I've got a funny feeling. We, we pra- talking prior to recording. I assumed what would be a lowest point, and you said I might be surprised. Yeah, no, it's not. I mean, anyone that knows me um, will know that there there are two possibles that would automatically come to the forefront, and that was having a heart attack in 2013 yeah, and falling off a ladder at the beginning of 2019 and breaking my back in three places. That, neither of those are it. Yeah. Oh, the first one. (laughs) the, 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 The first one was a byproduct of my lowest point in business yeah ah. and that was partly the, this um this incident uh contributed to the heart attack essentially yeah. and it was uh, it was one of these damn marketing agency companies you know online um not yellow pages or yell.com or whatever but that kind of thing you know you yeah. register and you you put your details up there and oh they're getting a bit more they, prevalent now aren't they and and well praying, i think I, I, like I don't seem to get called by them anymore uh, for some yeah. reason um but the year previous so 2012 I'd, I'd got an opening deal this this company was setting up i don't I think they've been bought out and they're completely different now, so i'm not going to name the name um but got a cracking deal and thought, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound, a couple of years into business, I need a bit of extra exposure. Yeah. It would be, you know, it's a, it's a good deal. And it was, it was too good to be true. As they say, if it's too yeah. good to be true, then it normally is. Um, so fast forward six months after taking out this contract with them and they phoned me up and they, they're, they're pressuring me to reapply, not reapply, but you know, re-negotiate. Re-subscribe. Yeah. And, and they stated that the terms and conditions meant that because I hadn't cancelled the renewal contract within 21 days, I automatically had to renew with them for a second term. Uh, and that it was going to cost me seven or eight grand if I did it on the phone there or then. Yeah. I'm like, well, uh, no, that's, that's, no, no, I'm not having that. I can't, I can't commit to that. Oh, well, it'll be 14 grand if you don't do it on the phone right now. Oh, I was like, well, I'm sorry, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, um, yeah. So lots of back and backwarding and forwarding. Uh, they ended up, they'd already got my credit card details on file because that's how I paid for the original, what, a couple of hundred quids worth for the year. They took 1,500 quids worth straight off that. They wanted to take another sort of four or five. Um, it wasn't there. I put a stop on it and all the rest of it. But the stress of all of that going on in the background yeah. Plus yeah. the fact that I was doing crazy, crazy hours. Yeah. Um, you know, 10, 11 hours, six days a week. It was too much. Um, and I was, I was, what, 36 at the time. Yeah. That, that, uh, so that, that young for an heart attack. That was my lowest, my lowest of the low. The reason I actually had the heart attack was that three years previous to the heart attack, so 2010, just after starting, I'd got a splinter in the nail bed of one of my thumbs, really big, dirty splinter. Yeah. And it was going to get infected. So I went to hospital. They gave me a local anesthetic, went to take the thumbnail off. The the local anesthetic, they caught a blood vessel with the the lignocaine, um, which is used to raise blood pressure and and heart rate in old old people when they're they're not doing so well. Well, it did. It, It did exactly that with me. It put my heart rate up to 220 beats a minute. Bloody hell. Took them 16 hours to get it back down again. They eventually cardioverted most of sort of like 
the old computer thing of turning me off and turning me on again. Um, but it left me with a bit of scar tissue on my right coronary artery. Yeah. My cholesterol, which was a bit high, stuck to it. So three years later, I, I go in with a heart attack because I've got a 98% closure of one of my arteries. Oh, is, was there somebody at fault with that then? You could you could try and blame the nurse that administered the local anaesthetic yeah. um, for catching the blood vessel, but do you know what? Everything she did after that was textbook. Yeah. It's just one of those things. And the guy that fitted my stent and operated on me said, do you know what? You, it's not that you wouldn't have had a heart attack. You would have had one, but it would have been in five, uh, 10 or 15 years' time, and there's a good chance it would have been, in inverted commas, the big one. Yeah. You kind of think, do you know what? I'll, I'll take those odds. Did it sketch it out yet? I'm assuming it did sketch it. Yeah, it did. Yeah, especially at that age. Yeah, and it, I, mean, I think in some respects, I think it did me a favour because it made me really sit back and go, do you know what? I really need to evaluate what's important in my life. Yeah. Um, you know, when I when I had the design job, I was working around the Heathrow, so I was I was out of the house for 10, 11 hours a day, and then you know starting up a business and and doing that. I was out of the house for 10, 11 hours a day, but it was manual work. Yeah, you can get too involved in fact, can't you? I missed a lot of my family's life growing up. Yeah. Um, and I, if that's the one, if, the, if I could change one thing, that would be that would be it. I'd go back and I'd, uh, I'd, I'd relive some of their younger years, essentially. See, I was quite lucky because I started late with kids and I had my issues. Um, before I had kids, yeah. <laughs> so, luckily, a bit time kids come along, I'd learnt to step back a bit, you know. And so, sometimes now I do, I want to lose it. I've got a foul t- temper, but it takes hell of a lot to get it there. Right. Uh, but I was on a phone call the other day, and my other half says to me, "You need to calm down. You're going to be having a thrombi." Yeah, you know, as, as we call it. You know, you'll, you, you'll be having a thrombi if you carry on at this rate. And I, I, I was like, whatever. And then I sat there and thought. You know, I can tell myself she's right. You know, that's yep. what's going to be my problem as I get older because I get et up about stuff. Yeah. You know, it just niggles away at me. You know, and they need to step away from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I must admit, I'm, I'm renowned for, for petting the sweaty things. Yeah. And sweating about the petty things. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's little thing. My little lad, same though. He's just like me. Yeah. You know, if he's doing homework and he's he don't get the words to fit in the space he wants, oh Jesus Christ. It's, it's do, do you find that you're a loggerhead with him because of that, because you're so similar? Not yet. It's it's right. it's coming up for seven. Right, okay. Uh, it's going all it's it's got all set out. It's I think joking apart is on spectrum somewhere. Right. Either that, I mean we we joke calling him Rain Man. Uh, okay. Hey, he'll grow up to love you for that. Is this usually Stuart Little or Rain Man? Because he looks about a bit like the lad of Stuart Little. Uh, but he's so particular. I mean, I'm I'm particular in anal, anal with stuff, but he's worse than me. He's right. going out. He's having a van like dad's, but red. He's going to go to work. His wife's going to cook tea because he wants. But he's going to work do same job as his dad. He's marrying Chloe from school, but he doesn't know which one because there's two Chloe's in his class and he can't make his mind up. Where he's going to live, how many kids he's got, and even what they're called. Right, okay. It's, it's, and, he's, and he's so particular. I said, Donna, I said, God forbid day ever comes to work for me. I says, we'll end up falling out. <laughs> and she says, do you think? I said, oh, yeah. I says, but it'll be him. He'll come home and say, Dad's doing me head in. Yeah. You know, he's, he's not listening. He's doing this, he's doing that. It won't be me saying him. I'll be coming home saying, he's bloody telling me at work. Should be doing this. We'll, we'll end up falling out. 
you know, I can't see it working very well. <laughs> <laughs> now, the reason I ask is my, my youngest is very, very similar to me. Or yeah. I'm very similar to her. I, I don't know, whichever way you want to try and paste it up, it's the same. Um, and yeah, in mean, the last couple of years, it's just been painful for anyone watching from the outside. Yeah. Starting to turn a corner now. But uh, yeah, it's. It'll, um, it'll probably be like it when he gets to teenager. I'm dreading that bit. Yeah. Because it ain't going to be small neither. Both my kids are quite tall. We're, we're looking at my daughter. We're bringing it washing in tonight, and she's twelve. I'm looking at. I said she's like a bloody flamingo, it's like olive oil. I said she's just legs, all legs. You know, it's just like bandy legged. Yeah. You know, they're, they're both going to. He's going to be tall. He's going to be thick set as well. Because he would. It was just shy of eleven pounds when he was born. I think if I remember right. Oh, so wow. he's, he's never been Before small. Life. Yeah. And <laughs> epidural didn't work neither. <laughs> Shelly <laughs> well, what what is it me uh, my brother-in-law said once it's like watching your favorite pub burn down <laughs> but anyway yeah, back off tangent <laughs> yeah, let's get back on <laughs> so, so obviously you, you had your accident what was yeah. just for those that aren't aware what was that all about um well obviously in my in my uh in inverted commas handyman duties uh, I've got a, a regular client over in St Albans. I, do, I go over there once a month and just do some routine maintenance for them, whether it's changing light bulbs or fixing stuff or touching up their hand-painted kitchen. Um, yeah, you name it. There, there's all sorts of stuff. Uh, yeah. Fixing yeah. stair gates because their dog's broken it or something. Uh, and I've, I've known them since 2014. And um, So we go back a fair way. We get on like a house on Friday. Some of the nicest people I could ever wish yeah. them the sort of people you don't mind that they've got a whacking great pad. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so end of January and uh, I hadn't been there since middle, middle of December. So their Christmas lights needed to come down off their guttering. So it was a pretty quick job to be perfectly honest. It's standard, you know, gravel driveway with a few flagstones dotted around the place. Um, so I'm up and down the ladder, move ladder up, down, move the ladder up, down. I've got two more, uh, up and downs to go. Um, ground's a little bit greasy because it's the end of January and it's, it's been drizzling earlier on. I've put my ladder mats down. I've got the socks on the top of the ladder legs to protect the brickwork and give a bit of extra grip. I've put the ladder a bit more vertical than normal to make sure point loadings you know, yeah. go where it should do and I don't slip out. I get about two thirds of the way up the ladder. So I'm stand, my feet are standing at first floor level, so two and a half meters off the ground. And I just feel it go slightly. It moves half an inch. And I just think, oh shit, this is going to hurt. Slow motion, um, Warwick. And, and it was. It was. My life didn't flash before my eyes, um, probably because there hasn't been much of one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not, to, not as far as anyone else is concerned, anyway. Um, and it was. It was just that split second decision of, well, do I go down with it and probably break all my teeth out of my face? my cheekbones, my collarbones, probably do a hip, a leg, an arm, you know, yeah. all of those scenarios run through, your, run through your head. Or do I try and jump out to the side, holding onto the underside of the ladder as it then scrapes down the wall and the floor and at least and I've hopefully you can got some put your feet down. control. Yeah. Um, I went for the second option. I thought, okay, fine, I, I stand more chance of surviving that um, intact. Um, just as the ladder really, just it just went completely went and so i've gone to jump out to the side as it's gone and the ladder has stopped dead at about 45 degrees 
Yeah. It's caught on the gravel. It's bound on, it must have bound on part of the windowsill that I was near. Yeah. My weights flexed the ladder and it's just catapulted me backwards. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. So I've gone sort of three meters to the right, come down, and I, I, the, the, my first memory of falling was what the hell are my feet doing above me? Yeah. They should be below me. I feel and a I bit crazy hanging onto the ladder. To it. <laughs> and and I, I, I hit the ground, middle of my back, uh, literally to the bottom of the ribcage level. My knees, my legs folded over me, kneed myself in the face, smacked my head back into one of the flagstones, uh, come to a rest, sort of in a, uh, a baby position. Is that fetal? Fetal yeah, position, fetal. isn't it? Yeah. Fetal, not fetal, but fetal uh, position on my left-hand side. Um, the, the pain just searing through my back. Uh, and the, the first thought that went through my head was, for God's sake, don't move. Yeah. Screamed for help. Um, luckily, the housekeeper, the sort of house, the size of the house it was, uh, the housekeeper was in the kitchen, which overlooked the driveway. She came sprinting out, shortly followed by the, the homeowners. The, the housekeeper phone uh, got me pillows and blankets because I was shivering already because the shock had set in. The homeowners phoned the ambulance. Um, three minutes later, the quick response vehicle turned up. Bloody hell, that's pretty good. They realized, well, I mean, the, as soon as they heard back injury, falling from height, yeah. Um, they, yeah, bang, like a rat out of yeah. um, He made sure I was stable. Because, because of how I'd landed though, and, and come to a rest, I was able to hold myself perfectly still. Um, so they, they stabilized me, gave me a quick check over and said, look, you, you, you're stuck there until, you know, at the time the air ambulance comes out. Yeah. So I had, uh, Hearts and Essex air ambulance on, on standby at one stage. Um, <laughs> they decided that there wasn't anywhere within about half a kilometer to actually land the bloody thing. Um, yeah. so I need a, a box wagon ambulance to come and pick me up. So they decided that that was what they'd just do. They'd just do that. And I took me off to walk for general. Yeah, bloody hell. Um, yeah. So you're lucky to be here, never mind walking then. Well, I mean, the, I ended up being transferred down to St. Mary's in Paddington, which is the major trauma centre for yeah. our, our area, uh, and didn't get operated. This was on the, the Friday. Didn't get operated on until the Sunday morning. But I was so off my nut on morphine by that stage, it didn't really matter. Yeah. Um, and the, the guy that operated on me and fitted the two titanium rods and eight what, three-inch titanium screws to bolt me all back together again, uh, said, um, you know, if you hadn't managed to stay perfectly still, there's um, every chance that you wouldn't be, well, you certainly wouldn't be walking right now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, yet again, I've dodged another bullet. <laughs> and, uh, no, I think I can be a bit positive about that. So that's, that's why that's not the lowest point in my business. <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell. So I, I bet it was pretty painful, though, even after. Still, it, it you'll have had months of recovery, I'm assuming. I was off work for nine months. Yeah. Um, and part of the reason for that was because I split the back of my head open. Yeah. I wasn't knocked out. There was no major bleeding or anything else. Um, but because I'd had a head injury, I had to surrender my driving license. Ah, yeah. And actually, and I'm sure we'll get onto this later, um, that actually was a good thing because my income protection support insurance yeah. Uh, yeah. stuff 
had a clause on it from a previous diagnosis to do with my back that had an exclusion on anything to do with my spine. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. But because I couldn't work because of the head injury, yeah, they paid out. That's not so bad then. That's a bit of comfort in that then. Because so, otherwise, yeah, not earning, it'd be a nightmare. It, it, it wasn't much, but it was enough to keep things like my garage rents paid and bits yeah. and pieces for the business just kind of ticking over. It, it, it is definitely worth looking at. I mean, I... We did it. We we'd been talking about it for years, and it's one of them little jobs you never get round to. You know you should. We, we did our separate. Uh, we went to an independent. It says do it separate because if it happens to you and you both together, there'll be two payouts. Um, and then I was looking at critical illness, and they taught me out of it, and I went for income protection. Right. Because it, the way they explained it, it was a better better policy. Uh, but I, th- I think combined, because I, I pay more the life insurance the critical illness i think they're about eight to five quid a month so yeah, when you look at look at like that it's, it's nothing yeah. I, mean, I must have i'm going back Peace to in our we when we bought this house in what 2006 um we took out the mortgage protection insurance yeah uh, and i think that cost us yeah i think that cost us 80 quid yeah and i think that had critical illness built in and all sorts of stuff yeah I think mine um, covers the bills in about 200 quid extra. And I must admit, our mortgage protection insurance has been, they, they must rue the day they let us have it, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Purely because yeah. of me. Got laid off, and there was 11 months where they paid half the mortgage payment. Yep. Uh, had the heart attack, so there was another six months where they had to pay the... <laughs> uh, you know, another nine months this last year because of it. But actually, if it hadn't been for a good friend who's a financial advisor intervening when I had the heart yeah. attack, we probably wouldn't be living right here, living here now. We wouldn't have this house, we'd have lost it. Well, that, that's why I went for the um, the income protection rather than critical illness, because the way they explained it, if you have, if I'd had the heart attack, they pay out once. You can go back to work, have another heart attack, you don't get paid out. Yeah, but so there just... are terms, there are clauses within, you have to you have to meet certain criteria. You can have a bloody heart attack, but oh no, if you don't tick three boxes in, in their criteria yeah. you don't get your, you don't get your payout yeah they're, they're, they're all you know trying to wriggle out of it don't they oh they'll all have your, all have your trousers then yeah so <laughs> so obviously from your worst moment uh, there's got to be some good points after that uh, it's, it's pretty shitty. <laughs> I mean obviously the uh, the high the highlight of, of business um, was was probably actually in 2008 18 sorry 2018 um it was i had a, a phenomenal year it was yeah. it was just unbelievable and this is well 2018 19 my tax years april april like most people um so despite having three months where i wasn't working because of the ladder accident um i actually i turned over more profit in those nine months than i had done any year that i've been trading yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that that's partly because I was doing lots of variety of different jobs, but my productivity went up because I'd invested in spraying and other bits and pieces. So I, partly because I was enjoying it more, yeah. but also I got better at time management. So I'd finish somewhere and I'd be able to fit in a couple of little sort of yeah. handyman jobs, uh, you know, or make good jobs. And, and day, just, yeah. And, and the day, sometimes they feel the gap. I've done it for customers, you know, where they've, oh, could you have a look at this door lock for me? You know, and yeah. you're just keeping them happy, are you? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's I mean, the little look, bit. Looking back, I mean, 
back in 2014, um, there were instances where, for me, I was booked out months in advance, six months in advance on decorating work. Yeah. A lot of decorating work that went on back then. Um, I had, um, you may know him, I had um, my mate Simon Verrill was helping me out at the time. What's, what's uh, happened? Thinks he's disappeared, hasn't he? He's, uh, well, he's he moved down to um, Folkestone. Yeah. Uh, to to be with his uh, to be with his other half, and and to be honest, his body was beaten and broken, and and he was he was struggling a bit with the with the on the tool stuff, um, and he, he took the 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 decision that he'd rather be with her, which yeah. I completely <laughs> understand. Um, she had a good job, still does um so he, he moved down there um it was a, a bit of a bitter pill because he was a good one um, yeah. he was one of those one of those rarities that um he was a grafter he put the put the effort in he had a good eye for sort of detail he was pretty ocd like uh some of the rest of us are yeah <laughs> um, myself very much included uh, but he understood the value of the fact that it was my business and they were my customers and everything else yeah um Sounds like one in a million because you don't get many of them, do you? Yeah, he, he was a good guy, and we we got on re- well. We still do get on really, really well. Um, I mean, he's a he's a character. He's a one of these split personalities. He's got an online personality and a, an in person personality. Yeah. Uh, but I think quite a few of us do that. To be perfectly honest, that, I was used to see it at the P and D show together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you used to be down there. Uh, yeah, see the time still there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, sorry. Uh, I'm digressing, but yeah, 2014, lots of lots of decorating work and and booked up six months in advance, which for me was unheard of. But I wasn't being able to do any of the little bits and pieces that actually are more profitable for me. Yeah, a lot of the time, I'm doing some some decent sized stuff, um, but there wasn't much profit in it at the end of the day. And whether that was just inexperience of pricing stuff up. Um, certainly, I, if I, I don't know. I think sometimes the quick, quick turnarounds can be the better jobs. But the, the yeah, the little stuff. I, but I, I enjoyed, and I still do, being able to react and seemingly sort of help someone out last minute. Yeah, I think they're they're some of the the jobs where you actually get the most recognition. Yeah, brilliant. So, when did you realise you'd made it, or is that yet to come? I, I think honestly, it's obviously when that, when you asked me to come and do this podcast, Chris. <laughs> Best answer yet for that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we did talk about it at the show last year, and it's now what June. Yeah, well, yeah. Look at your emails. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like with everything else that was going on last year, I kind of got into that that groove of oh god, what's the point? Yeah. Um, so, but no, I, I think one of the, other than obviously being on the podcast, um, one of the, the, the biggest things for me, and it, to be honest, I don't think I have made it, but I do all right. Yeah. Um, but the, the big thing for me to cement it in my own mind that I'm obviously doing something right um, was that the beginning of last year when I was having to phone people up and saying, look, I know you've got work coming up and I know you've got a list going because you've always got a list going. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they'd turn around and go, do you know what? We'll put it on hold. We'll wait. Yeah. Because we know what you do. We like what you do. Uh, yeah. You're good at what you do. Um, and I don't know. I, I've never been particularly good at blowing my own trumpet. But 
there's there's something quite nice when you, when the customers that you work for actually turn around and go, do you know what? There's more important things in life than getting our bathroom painted or or you know sorting some water damage out from a roof leak that we've had or something. Yeah. So yeah. that was that was quite humbling, but also the the reaction from a lot of you guys as well. Yeah. On yeah. social media, um, was uh, yeah, it, it was it was very humbling. Yeah, very humbling yeah. indeed because you you and charlie bud had similar things didn't you not too far apart yeah we're, we're both uh, we're both part of the icarus club we've both uh, <laughs> 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 well you might get there one day <laughs> <laughs> so, so where do you see yourself and bear improvements in five ten years time uh well i've um I've learned not to make hard and fast plans like that, to be yeah. perfectly honest. You're just winging uh, it. A, a, I'm not very good at sticking to them, and B, it sort of sets me up for a fail. Uh, as far as business goes, I don't know. I'm, I, I'd quite like to get into more, and I know you've, you've spoken about this with other people, uh, quite like to get into more of the sort of workshop-based stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, what I do, being more of a sort of a a furniture and design kind of orientated guy. It's, I suppose it'd be a natural route to it's, follow. Yeah. And, and, and actually, I mean, I, I've had sat in one of my garages up until last, well, end of last year, uh, sat in one of my garages. I've had a, an old G plan sideboard, uh, it's 1967, 69 or something that I picked up in a charity shop for 30 quid yeah, with yeah. a damaged door and some, water stains on the top and all sorts of stuff a few other bits and pieces of furniture vintage kind of retro 60s stuff that i love um and i've just kind of thought you know i really want to start doing this sort of stuff up yeah and especially getting into the spraying game as well and i know it it could be seen as a bit of a bandwagon but i enjoy it because every day's playing with yeah, toys, it's, yeah. I said to everybody, spraying it work. The, <laughs> pre- the, pre- the prep, the work. It's like, yeah, it's it's just like boys in the toys. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, know, you get you almost, I, I wish the reversal could be made of the time it takes for each. I yeah, happily yeah. spray for days. Yeah. If then no, I was only sanding the crap out of something for half an hour, that'd be perfect. Yeah. But, yeah. So I, I'd like to get into that side of things more. Um, and uh yeah do that sort of thing i'm not i'm i'm pretty good with colors um i've had to be from for my sort of my previous life existence um <laughs> so I, i'd like to get into that sort of things um in fairness in five to ten years time what i'd like to where i'd like to be is having self-built my own eco passive house eco what's eco passive an, an eco house so a passive house is one that basically generates its own energy Ah. Um, so it self heats, it self cools. It, it's you know it uses very very little energy to run. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we've got a, a rainwater harvesting system in the back garden that runs our toilets and washing machines off. Um, so and it, it's it's not me being a militant eco warrior, um, but it, <laughs> you know, I, I think because that gets a bit boring. It's a bit like vegans. Um, oh, yeah. it's vegan. I mean. <laughs> Or, or anyone who believes in anything, ramming it down anyone yeah. else's neutral religion. So, <laughs> Take your pick. Um, yeah, yeah, anything, anything like that. Um, but I, I just think we all need to do our bit for the environment. Yeah. And whether that's recycling a little bit extra or picking up a bit of litter when we go for walks or whatever, 
Yeah. Um, you, you do know you're going to have vegan neutral gender Jovos knocking at your door now, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I won't get much of a response, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I'm saying that my parents, my parents are religious. <laughs> yeah, my, 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 my in-laws are, um, are religious as well. So, you know, I, I, I haven't really got a, a soapbox to stand on. Yeah, it's to me. To me, it's it's like everyone's entitled to their own religion. Just don't ram it down my throat. It's, yeah, it's exactly. football. It's football. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's something I, I don't, I don't yeah. do. The ball's the wrong shape for a start, but. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> excuse me, I made me cough there. So, <laughs> what advice would you give to anyone starting out or the young bear? Oh. <laughs> Going back Christmas Carol style, you know. I have a pathological ability to overthink things. Yeah. Um, so, my, my advice to a younger me would just be crack on. Just crack on, make some mistakes, because at the end of the day, who cares? Yeah. You know, stop thinking about what other people are going to think about what you. If, you know, what if? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there was a there was a great um, webinar that I was uh, part of a couple of months ago, and it was uh, a, a guy who used to be the head innovator at Disney, head of innovations at Disney, and he was saying, instead of uh, instead of being no but yeah be a, a yes and kind of person so that, that would be sense. my advice it, it, yeah. it's just just go for it but, i mean one of the things that i'd still do the same is ask lots of questions yeah lots and lots of questions because there's no such thing as a stupid question there's stupid lots of stupid answers the ones you don't ask yeah I stupid questions are the ones you don't ask but actually stupid questions can actually lead to some of the best answers yeah um and i mean generally People want you to succeed. People don't like people to fail because, you know, it's it's not a nice thing to happen. So if people can help you and you're asking the right way, you be polite. Yeah. You know, you acknowledge the fact that it's them that's giving you the knowledge to begin with. Yeah. Um, generally, oh, the, people... the, the, you, you're touching on one of my. <laughs> Is this one of your room room one hundred and one? So I know that you're going to do this later on. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been asked today. Um two that have been on podcast have asked if they can join up and put me in hot seat and then they're going to put it on instagram and take questions as well so they're going to do the normal podcast Excellent. and extend it yeah. and and take questions that you know a bit like a roast in a chris carefoot uh, but one of my room 101s you just mentioned it there is it's like you, you get people reaching out to you and it fucking irritates me yeah what's that how, where to get out from instead of hi Chris brilliant love your work pro- yeah love your work hope you and the family well brilliant project you've done there I've got one coming up similar can you give me any tips or pointers or something to avoid yeah you know just make a bloody effort it's it's yeah it's like the the art of networking and building a relationship has been lost because yeah, everybody yeah. wants it now and yeah. they just want they can't be bothered to read the blooming spec sheet at night yeah you know, the, the T, TDS, they can't bother to read that. They can't be bothered to make the effort. They just want the answer without making the effort. And it fucking irritates me. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my pets at the moment, you know, and I just think, Jesus, just make a bloody effort. You know, yeah, and make an effort. I've, I've, talked to, I've talked to reps. I was talking to one other week, and it was a blunt message. What's best discount I can go on this? And they weren't buying massive amounts. And I thought, at least bloody build a relationship with the rep and make an effort. Yeah. 
Do you know, it's yeah. a two-way so that, street. That's always been one of my one of my things. It, it's not about what I can get for nothing. It's about building the relationships. And, and, and this sparks back to any of the painting and decorating shows that I've been to yeah. over the last God knows how many years. Um, it, it's not about what's there. It's about who's there a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the show is, is, I mean, it's it's all right. Uh, but it's it's more the meeting up with people. I think one I think one of the first years I saw you there, we, I think it was our first meet-off bros at Brush. I think we had 45 turn up for curry. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty, pretty busy restaurant. I think they were glad of us in middle of the week in November. <laughs> but yeah, we worked out pretty well. But it was more the buzz of who you was going to meet and you can put names yeah. to faces. Yeah, because all they see yeah. is a picture on social media, and through through chatting with text, you can't always get somebody's humour, you know, or yeah. you know, it comes across the wrong thing. Oh, funny, it's hard. You know, but you get <laughs> down there, you tattoo someone, think, well, no, they're not. It's just the way they are. You know, it comes across. Exactly. There, there, there is no um, no kind of uh, substitute for the whites of someone's eyes. Yeah. It really That's, isn't. Yeah. I'd, I'd much rather. I mean, this is why. I mean, the whole Zoom thing, or you know, FaceTime, or whatever. I've never been a great fan of it because I'm not in person. Okay, at the moment, it's all we've got. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's no substitute for for even just picking the phone up and having a conversation with someone. Yeah. Um, I, people I hate people message people text message me and and I'll and I'll ring them back immediately. Oh, I do that. I, I stick my phone to ring them back. It's like, for the love of God, you've just messaged me. You're sat there watching. Love Idol or some other crap on telly. Oh, don't. I watch Love Island. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching Aussie one at the moment because we haven't got the English one. <laughs> but the, uh, the I, I was listening to a podcast the other week and it was a plumber in London making a fortune out of that very thing because he was sat one night and he twigged. His wife doesn't like. It's, it's a certain age group. They don't like speaking on phone. Yeah. And they want to do it all by text. And she uses an app for a takeaway. I think it was just eat. You know, there are other ones available. Uh, it was just a, it was just eat or something like that. And he says she would gladly pay five or ten pound more to go through the app because so, you don't have to pick the phone up and speak to somebody. Yeah. And what he's done is set a boiler servicing company up in the same process. And he's making a killing. He's saying 50 quid a bit more. You know, it's just because that generation just do not want to speak to you. Yeah. You know, and it's I, I get a text and I pick the phone up and ring it back, and the new one. Harry Monaghan, you're guilty of this. Uh, voice messaging. Have you, have you had that one yet? Uh, this is when I'm getting old. Voice right. messaging, because it's quicker than typing. So oh, oh, no, oh, yeah, no, I'm definitely with you on that one. I, I, someone will send me a voice message. Oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to bother. I'm sorry. I'm not going to bother. If you want to actually, for me to hear your voice, yeah. then just give me a call. Yeah. And we, can, we can actually have a bit of interaction. And you, you move the phone, it cuts off. Because you, you you raise it to listen, put it down, stop. Yeah. So I think I look at it. Think, oh, it's three minutes long. I'll put it on side. You put it down. It stops. <laughs> you have to. I have to stop work for three minutes and hold it to listen to it. Yeah. I think. Well, I might as well have just put my earphones in and rung you. Yeah. You know, but to be fair, when I ring Harry, it's normally an hour. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we we do waffle on. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I, I can talk the hind legs off the donkey to anyone. I think most of us can. It's. I think it comes with a job. It's a working times. alone thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think it comes with a job. You've got to be, your customer's got to be comfortable with you. So you've got to be a bit of a people person to talk to them. Yeah. No, so, definitely. 
I, I know we were speaking about computers and that before we recorded. Are you a tech techie person? I, I do like my technology. Yeah. I will hold my hand up and say that. I mean, when we when we bought this house in 2006, um, I managed to convince my very long-suffering wife that we needed a decent hi-fi system. Yeah. We didn't spend a lot on it, you know, but I, w- I wanted something that at least might have featured in what hi-fi. Yeah. Um, so managed to convince her when we went to um, one of these sort of home show type things, they had uh, Sonos. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I'd kind of made my mind up already, to be perfectly honest. Um, and she needs a bit of convincing. Um, most of them do. Um, so we walked away with, you know, half of the Sonos system plus yeah. the, the kit that I needed for the house. So I, I, I like my I like my tech. This, this uh, is a this, Sonos is a bit pre Alexa, isn't it? But oh, higher okay. up the scale. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we yeah. we've I, I I've invested in it quite heavily. I must admit, um, and I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like my music. Yeah. Um, I mean, and you know, with the advent of Spotify and all the rest of it, I know oh, we were speaking yeah. about this the other week. Um, and you know, just went, you know what, I'm just going to get the premium edition. We'll get the family edition. The kids are of the age where they're listening to stuff that, quite frankly, I, I don't want to listen to. And I don't want showing up on my <laughs> playlist. My, my kids listen to my playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite honest. Nothing at all. It's the Henry Ford method of people listening to music. You can listen to anything as long as it's mine. Yeah, yeah well, well, it's, we, have, we have Spotify each, and then we have a, uh, the shared one for the house on Alexa. And they're listening to my playlist and adding songs on it, but I'm that into it. I actually upgraded my stereo van to a, a – I'm an Apple fanboy. I put a yeah. stereo in that's got CarPlay. Right, yeah, yeah. About three weeks. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I'm having, like, the Apple screen on your stereo. Spotify the lot, you know? <laughs> even when it speaks the text to you when you're driving. Yeah, yeah. So that, that could be quite useful, I must admit. Yeah, then you just speak your reply and off it goes. <laughs> See, yeah, I, I have a problem with voice recognition a lot of the time. And yeah. I, I don't know why, because it's not like I'm from the Outer Hebrides or from deepest, darkest Somerset or, or somewhere that has Yorkshire. <laughs> yeah, possibly uh, let, let's not go into that because uh, my family's from the other side of the hills uh, <laughs> roses are red um, <laughs> oh, whatever <laughs> but no I'm, I'm uh, it's it's no, it's just one of those things I, I've never I've never kind of got on with it even Alexa downstairs doesn't um, oh, one of the bedrooms going to kick off in a minute um, doesn't really seem to understand what the hell I'm going on, on, on about half the time our Alexa struggles, but I find Apple's the worst. As much as I love it, I hate really? to say Siri on my phone. To tell you the best voice recognition I've come across is the one on the Sky Q. Right, okay. That's brilliant. It gets it every time. But going back to tech, work. Yeah, work. <laughs> we, we've stuff. again, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as far as, as tech goes, I, I couldn't survive without my iPad Pro and pencil. Yeah. The 10-inch Pro that I picked up in... 2018, good old Black Friday. Yeah. Um, no, it must have been before. It was 2017, um, and it's it's just the the backbone. Um, I use an app on that called Penultimate. 
I think um, this come up on Scott Barney's IGTV, although he, yeah, he did I that did, review uh, of that I stuff did, I showed him. Yeah, and, I, and I've looked at, you know, the, the other note-taking apps and whatever. and But because I had an Evernote account, yeah, one of these things that, you know, you can save websites and notes and all the rest of it, and it'll just sync it all into one cloud-based yeah. thing. So I can get it on my laptop, I can get it on my phone, I can get it on my iPad, I, you know, I can dial into it from somewhere else. Um, I went with penultimate because you can freehand write and from my background I can sketch and I'm a visual person so I can <laughs> just do a quick doodle I can take a photograph I can sketch over it I was doing this for someone uh, who sent me a photograph the other week a good friend of mine of their back garden they wanted some ideas doing so I was able to just quickly sketch it over that PDF it send it back to them yeah so it sounds a bit like the notability I've I use that I well, think it is I, I do a lot of my paperwork on it, like when I'm doing a, a teardown of a job, but a, a common one I do is take a picture of a building, draw lines on it where I want the scaffold, scaffolding, yeah. send it to the scaffolder and say, can you price me that? And it works yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's perfect. It's, it's a fantastic, fantastic bit of kit, essentially. Uh, one of the other apps is, it's an app called Concepts, uh, and that's, it's a bit more kind of designy, arty, farty sort of stuff. You can put an isometric background on it, so you've got grids, or you can put a squared grid on it. Um, but you've got more control over the, whether you've got a graphite pencil or a pen or line widths or transparencies and all the rest of it. Lots of different layers that you can put things on. So if I'm doing concept sketches, um, for example, we were talking about my garden earlier on and uh, the pergola that I'm going to put in using stupid sized, oversized timber and all sorts. I did a concept sketch based on a photograph I'd taken and then overlaid lots of layers with the different things that we were looking at doing so we could phase in and phase out. And yeah, it's just a, a cracking bit of kit. Um, so that's uh, that's the kind of appeals to my arty farty nature. Yeah, uh, fluffy, fluffy cuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And, and, and to be perfectly honest, I get that in front of some of my clients and they just lap it up. Yeah. Because um, they then feel part of the process. And I think that's that's quite an important thing these days. I, I saw um, that once and it was like a portfolio on an iPad. That's why you were looking around the job, you gave your customer your iPad and it like played a little video of your portfolio sort of thing. Because I think you can do that with things like Apple Pages and stuff. Yeah. Um, I've got a, a few good friends from when I did my art foundation year at Kingston, um, who are very graphics based and they yep. use that sort of stuff quite a lot, um, just for portfolio, quick portfolio sort of ideas and suggestions sort of stuff. Um, some of the other software that I use, uh, obviously Instagram's quite a big part, although it hasn't been as big a part this last year and a half. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, I like a bit of Instagram. Facebook yeah. is, almost superfluous it's more there to it's dead <laughs> case, case study stuff yeah uh, that's what i put finished project projects on if i if i remember i think instagram's where it's at now um but the, the other bit of software that i use computer-based software is autocad and i go back to my design days i've tried sort of free cad stuff and yeah. i just can't get onto it um bought a, an autocad version 10 years ago when i was doing some freelance bits and pieces for for the company I used to work for and stuff. Um, that timed out last year. So I had to bite the bullet and, and pay for an annual subscription. eBay. Um, <laughs> they only do it on subscription-based 
through their sight these days. So, so, saying that, I bought Office 365 subscription off eBay Fiverr for my daughter's laptop last night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No comebacks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a law in Germany where they can offload so many serial numbers. So if you go on the German, really? top tip, if you go on the German eBay, Google yeah. Translate, you can buy a license for Office 365 for less than <laughs> Because we bought my daughter a new laptop because obviously the school in at home and it didn't have office on it. And I hate right. subscription-based stuff now. Everything's subscription, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And it irritates yeah. me. I, mean, I, I, I do get the... I do... For the, for the uh, Microsoft Office 365. Um, yeah. But it does it does five... Five ah. subscriptions or something. So I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I paid eight ninety five for, for yeah, five, 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 five uh, subscriptions of Office 2019 Pro on Mac last night because I've got a, a desktop and a laptop. Yeah, eight ninety five for five licenses for Mac. <laughs> <laughs> you can go off some people pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, but you've got well, it's www dot stands for Wild Wild West. You've just got to know where to look. Everything's out there. You've just got to know where to look. Yeah, <laughs> so but hey, it's it's a tax deductible expense. So true, know. yeah, true. But you still got to lay it out up front. This is true. Yeah. So, are you a book reader at all? I don't imagine you have much time to read books. <sighs> well, I, I should. I just say that you've had a fair bit of work time off work. So I'm off the last ten years. Um, <laughs> I I do like reading books. I just I used to read a lot when I used to commute into London. Yeah, it was ignoring every other bugger on the tube. You close in, nose in the book, and it's two fingers in the air. Everyone else, because because they can't, you can't hear them. Yeah, um, I, I've been trying to get back into it. And actually, this last year and a half, two years, probably read more books than I have done in the last thirteen years. Yeah. Um, none of them are to do with business, um, because I just can't. I've tried. Uh, I just, I just can't. My brain just switches off. I don't know whether it's in me or not. Um, <laughs> but it just, I, I just can't, can't seem to get them. Um, but I mean, there's a couple I've read recently. There's one's taste, but I mean, Ben Fogel, Land Rover, being a bit of a, a defender nut self. Yeah, you have um, got pretty nice. You've had it a few years out, but it's pretty nice. I, I, it was my, it was in my early onset midlife crisis after my heart attack. Yeah, uh, you know, let's have something that I can sit in and enjoy. And yeah, it's agricultural and it drives like a tractor, um, but it makes me smile even if up into the end of the road. And and um, you know, that's that's what counts to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've just seen your book now on Instagram, the story of the car that conquered the world. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's quite interesting, really. But it's one of I can up and put down really easily. Um, so it was it was quite a good one. Um, Eric Clapton, the autobiography, is another one that I really enjoyed. I've been an Eric Clapton fan for oh, too many years to remember, to be perfectly honest. Um, he's always been a big part of my life, so that was a that was a really interesting read for me. Pre cream uh, or after? I both. Yeah, perfectly. I think there's a, there's a space in my heart for all of it. Um, yeah, there's some pretty weird stuff in there when he, the, with the album. Um, it's, I think it was his first solo one, Eric Clapton, Eric Clapton. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I like my blues. I like my BB King. I like my Clapton. Yeah, it, it's, it's done a few um, good songs, but plenty it's, of others there as well. Yeah, I think you've frozen, or have I frozen? It's, it's, I think it's internet at your end. Yeah, it's, it's it's glitchy a bit, but I think it's at your end. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh, good. Right, Aligo, sorry. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think it's your end. It's probably it's too many people on my household uh, playing Nintendo Switch or YouTube and something. Oh, we've we've got that. I've That's been one of my projects in lockdown. I've actually hardwired my office. Uh, I Googled it, worked it out how to do it. Hardwired my office because I was sick of Zoom. I think I'd done a couple of podcasts it cut off. Oh, it's uh, very funny. So I, I just hardwired it. Right. <laughs> so, I know mine's all right, but I've yeah, got. Right. It'll be mine. It'll be mine. Yeah, there'll be there'll be three of them streaming Netflix or Disney Plus. Yeah, <laughs> um, there's a couple of other books that I know I've enjoyed that everyone else will just hear and just go, "What the hell?" Um, there's a, a guy called Victor Papanek. I mean, this goes back to my my degree days, uh, the Green Imperative, and it's all to do with um, good design practice and things like that. Uh, and uh, there's another one that on my list of books to read called Ugly, The Aesthetic of Everything. Oh, that sounds um, interesting. Well, it, it's everything. It, I think it covers everything from sort of brutalism. So, you know, uh, architects are like Barbican and uh, Erno Goldfinger's um, uh, building in East, was it West London? Um, yeah. My my uh, my memories failed me again, but it's 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 all the stuff. I mean, it, it, ugly is in everything. Yeah, uh, if it wasn't for the, it's that kind of the yin and the yang. If we didn't have ugly, we couldn't have beautiful. Um, well, yeah, so I had a similar conversation today. If we didn't have boring, we wouldn't have good. <laughs> exactly. If you didn't have light, you wouldn't have dark. You, you need the um, crap to appreciate the good. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, and, and that goes with business as well. If you you know, there, there's a place there's a place for everyone. You've got high end. You've got tosses. You've got you know, people in the middle of the road, you've got all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah. So Finding a place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so on that note, what's your best advice for selling yourself that sets you <laughs> apart from others? <laughs> oh, I've, I've never had a problem with speaking to people. Yeah. Um, as we were saying earlier, you know, that face-to-face, whites of the eyes sort of stuff. Uh, I'll speak to anyone. I'll pull the pants off anyone, to be perfectly honest. I've got no shame when it comes to that. But um, believe it or not, I used to have a problem speaking to people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hard to believe. Well, you've, you've turned it around, that's good. Um, yeah, well, it, it, I, I did a, it, it come up on a podcast recently. It'd probably come up on one in future if I ever do my own. Um, <laughs> I did a course on communication because it was like the first step in doing the course to be a counsellor. Mm. And it never got any further. I did that course. I think I did about three or four weeks of counselling and just work took over. So I just thought, oh, another time and then never got back to it. Yeah. You know, and it's that, that, I mean, it brought me out Michelle talking, but not to the point where I'd stand up and do a presentation or public speaking. No chance of that. I mean, that, that still gets my um, my bum going like a rabbit's nose. Um, <laughs> A little bit. Uh, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, I, I guess it, it, it goes back to um, when I was at primary school, just leaving primary school. I was diagnosed as being dyslexic. Um, got to GCSE sort of level, and the English teacher said, 
you know, I understand that you're dyslexic, so if you don't want to read out in class, I'm not going to make you. And I'd got to that attitude where I was like, well, that's not going to help me in the long run. Yeah, It's just going to sideline me as being different from everyone else. If anything, I want you to make me do it more because then I learn how to combat it. Yeah. So I think I've never looked back since that time. If I believe in something, yeah. then I, I can I could sell sand to the Arabs probably. Yeah. Um, if I believe in it enough. I'll just uh, bore him to that, death till they say, oh, let's just buy it, shut him up. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's, <laughs> he's, thought, he's talked about it for the last three hours at us. So <laughs> there must be some truth in it. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's the thing. It, it's having confidence, really. Um, but coming from a, a more corporate sort of design-led background as well, I think that's given me a slightly different angle on things. Yeah. Uh, and obviously not being a not being just a painter decorator kind of guy um, because I can go in and I can do a, a reasonable job of some joinery and carpentry and fixing other bits and pieces and all the rest of it as well. I think and being able to say with some kind of authority because I've got a design degree, you know, when someone goes, oh, oh does that mean you can help me with color schemes? I could talk to them about that till the cows come home, try and choose a color scheme for my own house. I, I can't do it. It's, it's something I've always stayed clear of colour consulting because I don't want the, I don't want the comebacks. <laughs> yeah, I mean my my general comeback is that look, at the end of the day it's only paint. Yeah, uh, and if you don't like it, we'll come to an agreement. The hard work's been done and prep work. Yeah, true. Yeah, so, it's fair enough. You, know, you, you look at it that way. Yeah. So where where do you see the trade heading? <sighs> it's got to go a more eco way. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get up on my soapbox a little bit. <laughs> Um, but I, without being militant about it, there's 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 too much waste. Yeah. And there's too much non-environmental stuff out there still. I'd love to see the death of oil-based. Yeah. I mean, I've 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 not done anything specifically with oil-based for I don't know, probably eight years. Yeah. Uh, there's the occasional job that will come along that you kind of go, do you know what? I'm going to use that because I know that it works. I've, I've got two this year and the adamant, they want oil-based eye gloss. Yeah. And I'm struggling what to use because if it were white, it'd just be sickens. Yeah. But they aren't white and you can't get sickens, you know, other than white now. Right. I'm, I've, I'm between two different brands. I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> I, I, I've been dwelling on it. For, I mean, luckily, well, one starting week of Monday. I've been dwelling on it for three weeks, Doug. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, it's Johnson Storm Shield. Yeah. Or Ticarilla Mirinol. Oh, I've not used that one. I have about four or five years ago, and I didn't rate it. Right. So I'm thinking, has it improved, or do I just go with Johnson Storm Shield? <laughs> you know, do, I, do I take the risk and end up, I think there's about 25 windows, do I end up having to give them a third coat, which will work out expensive? Yeah, that's, yeah that bites you in the arse. Yeah, so I'm thinking, do I just, in fact, there's me uh, crumple colour sample board that needs sending off. Yeah. Uh, that customers done for existing stable doors. I'm thinking, do I cut that in half, send half to Johnson's and half to Ticarilla, so I've got it either. <laughs> and match the colour and make my mind up. Yeah. Cover all bases. Yeah. There are there are some some customers the, the yeah they're just too set in their ways i mean the the chat that i was talking about that actually taught me a lot uh when i first started 
he, he was one of those. Yeah. And it took it took five years of me doing work for him for him to listen. And it was fairly early on. I, I, I renovated a little bit of one of his sort of lean-to porch things. Uh, and he was adamant it had to be done in two-pack. Yeah. I was like, you're wasting your time. Just just repair care it. You know, just resin, I'll resin fix it. The resin will outlast Again, other brands are available. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> joking. Uh, at, at the joking. time, I wasn't aware of it. We, we don't owe anyone, anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, for me, it was definitely repair care. I've just yeah. got into it and done my training on but it. I think Timberbuild have been going for years. Yeah. They've just been a bit late to the game with the marketing. Yeah. I think that's the problem with them. It's not bad stuff. I mean, it's it's got its advantages over repair care, but then repair care's got some advantages over timber build. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's you, like you, most things. It's for the Vauxhall. You pick you pick your battles. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean that that was my that's my case study on that. It took me five years to wear him down as the fact that you know the two pack was going to fail within six months. Yeah. Uh, whereas you know the resin stuff would would last outlast it, and in the end, he steered away from the the oil based. Uh, satin for the woodwork, and and went with me and allowed with me, allowed me to use the uh, uh, the water based instead, yeah, and yeah. he was he was more than happy with it. So see a lot of power where you don't like satin outside. That's a right. problem. Yeah, you know, I've, I've I've got a few to swerve to satin and the flatter finishes, and I just sort of swerve them onto Jono's uh, QDO Peak. I'm a massive fan of that. It's right. bulletproof stuff. But this, like I said, I've got two this year. One's a farmer and one's a old boy, and they're just adamant they want eye gloss. I think yeah. it'd be nice to use it <laughs> if I knew which brand. <laughs> so, but but on on with brands. What's your favourite product at the moment? Well, see, I'm in a a bit of a, a tricky situation, really, because of being out of doing any real major stuff for the last getting on for 18 months now yeah um i'm sort of almost a little bit out of the loop with it i mean i was just starting to get into the ticarilla stuff yeah uh as i was you know i had done i would got a few good jobs under my belt so I, I, i'd learned the system yeah um i so i guess the the paints that i enjoy using if the budget allows it i love the mylands yeah. wood and metal yeah um, it's the closest thing I've found personally uh, to date um, to how an oil based behaves. Yeah. Um, and okay, I, I can't hold my, I have to hold my hand up. So I, I, there are lots that I haven't tried. I haven't tried Benjamin Moore. I've not tried all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, do you find, do you find it goes full circle though? There'll be one that's flavour at month for a, a few months and then it's all there does, something else. There does tend to be. I mean, my my paint of choice, my brand of choice was always Mythic. I was just going to say, remember the Mythic days? I, I, <laughs> you, you could have cut me in the middle and I'd have read Mythic round like a stick of rock. Well, good news. Um, I've heard rumour that one that paints its out so of uh, re, uh, reverse engineered Mythic. Have they now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say on air because I don't know if it's definite, but I've I've heard uh, well, off a few a, people are very good rumours that it is. It'll it'll be interesting to see how it does because obviously it's it's been off the market for a good few years now. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people now will have moved on. I think okay. if if you like Mythic, yeah, Benjamin Moore's the next step. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Benjamin. It, it, it was not, it was not that those... that's a re-engineered one, but Benjamin Moore is. It, it's like mythic, but harder wearing. Right, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, it, it was one and of those price brackets when I, higher. <laughs> <laughs> when I first used it, um, I was just like, I, I can't use this. You know, it would flash off and and. Or I'd end up dragging because I was cutting in a room and then going back and roll, you know, doing one wall, cutting in and rolling it to try and avoid um, drying edges and all the rest of it. And it would just pull it straight off. And, and so I worked out a, a good sort of system for, for doing that. And it worked great for me. Um, the, the one that I tried recently um, was the, the Ticarilla Intact 40. Yeah. Um, and the first coat of it went on. I just thought, what have I done? I, this, this, I'm, I'm not going to get on with this at all. I can't use this. Um, you know, it looked great, and within ten minutes, I'd got, I'd got, basically whacking great sags going down the skirting boards, and the skirting boards are only three Is inches. Is it that bad? Well, I don't know whether it's just that I was remembering Mythic and some of the other products where I could kind of slap it on a little yeah. bit happy go luckily because you needed to because then it would just pull in yeah um but actually the second coat and final coat as it happened you just you, you tweak how you do things and then it's just a, yeah i think age-old thing of trying things out. yeah i think people are too quick to jump on something and slate it rather than take the time yeah and work out how the pain i mean We've all we've all got a different touch. Somebody might be heavy-handed. Somebody might be, you know, my favourite saying, "Touch like a midwife." <laughs> you, you might prefer one brush to another. One might work better for you in one paint. I mean, I know yeah. I've talked to Tony Pearson Young other week. He loves his Coronas. I can't right. get on with them. But the, each brush will behave different in a paint for a different person. Yeah, no, totally. And people need to realise that, and rather than just slate it and spend Give a bit a of time working out how it works, different paints. Different yeah, paints, different there's, there's some I can't get on with, you know, but I won't use I won't use them in my system because I can't get on with them. I've, yeah. I've I use one that's popular. I've tried it, gone back to it, tried it again. It's way too sticky. It's nearest yeah. I found to oil based, you know. And I just think oh, it's too sticky for me. It's 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 pulling. Yeah. You know, it don't it don't work for the way I do it. Yeah. You know, I, I do like Benjamin more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you do. <laughs> well, I must admit, I I know. I, it's probably going to be a little bit controversial, but there are certain products that BDEC do that I, I love. And, and I don't know whether it's partly that they're a pretty local company to me because they're only out in sort of Stansted way. So it's only, yeah. what, 15-minute drive, 20-minute drive, I guess. I've never tried it. Um, one, but, one of my good friends used to be my crown managers there now as well. Right. <laughs> I've still never tried it. <laughs> and I, I get on with it. I get on with it well. I mean, I, I used used the barn paint quite a lot and and um and actually my, my fencing's painted in their french gray um yeah. i love it it's great yeah but again it's knowing the limitations of what you can use it for their so advanced you know gloss outside just try the b deck yeah because it's going to be shiny enough though yeah it's it, it's not the shiniest but they're they're aqua aqua yeah. advanced stuff i mean the satin i i love that yeah. Because it's fully cured in seven days. Yeah. So if I'm on something that's a little bit time critical or, on a, you know, like a hall and staircase, for example, yeah. you think, well, you know, their five-year-old's going to be clattering their Tonka toy up and down the stairs within... Yeah, you want it to so cure off as quick as possible. I need it to cure off as, 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 as quick as possible. But actually, it levels out really nicely as long as the prep works there, same with everything else. Yeah. Um, and the, the high-gloss one 
seems to perform pretty well as well. Yeah, is that uh, the MSP again, class? You always get the freebie at the show. <laughs> no, not the MSP. And again, that has its place. I've used that on, on asbestos downpipes that have been cracked because yeah. I don't want to touch it with anything else and that'll just seal the hell into it. Yeah. Um, and, and it'll make it look good for a bit, you know? Um, but I mean, the, 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 the ticky stuff, uh, the me. I've enjoyed using that recently. Um, when I was off last year, uh, renovated my eldest daughter's bedroom when she was traveling uh, for a month. And um, so all the walls were done in the... Um, Optiva. Optiva 3. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that was that was lovely. That was really really nice to use. And the I think I did I did I use Helmi in that one on the, on the woodwork. Don't think I did actually, but I've I've really got on well with the Helmi. Be yeah, nice it's very nice. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to trying the some of the other stuff. Uh, yeah. I've got some garden furniture that needs work that needs working on. Um, so that's that's going to be an interesting one. I've been using the Nova Twenty from Ticket today, which is yeah. silk. Bloody silk. People are still wanting silk. Back to nineteen eighty-three. Yeah. And it's 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 like any other silk. There's no guts in it. I've seen more guts in a jellyfish. <laughs> you know, th- three coats white over white. And it's not because it's ticklery, it's just because it's silk. Yeah. You know, it's it's shit at end of the day, isn't it? It don't cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those products that should be banned. So what's what's been your best investment work wise? Uh do you know what? Without doubt, it's got to be the dustless sanding. <laughs> it really has. Every uh, time. <laughs> every, I, I, there's, a, there's a guy, um, I don't know whether you know him, he, he's, he moved to France, a guy called Simon Briggs. He used to run Spectrum Decor. Um, Isabel Briggs. He was, yeah. Uh, I got on with him very well in my early days of, of Twitter and all the rest of it, not long after I'd started up. Um, struck up quite a good, good friendship with him he's the reason i started going to the painting and decorating show yeah he's the reason that i've had dustless sanding for the last eight years um and uh yeah i think if there was if there was one person that i could basically thank for for making my productivity and my uh end result infinitely better it's got to be it's got to be him and and my mercovac yeah, my my nine one five, uh, eight years old and still going strong. I've I've, I've jinxed it now, but it's uh, it's a <laughs> next uh, time you get an hour, it's going to pack up. Yeah, <laughs> and I've, I started off with the Cirrus, and that lasted me. I mean, that got hammered. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm very particular with my tools. My mate still got mine. He bought it off me. It's still going. And mine still just about works. It's got me out of a couple of scrapes, but the transformer was on its way out. And yeah. it was cheaper to buy the Deros than it was to buy a new transformer for it. Yeah. So I relegated that for backup. And like I said, it, it, the, the Deros has failed on me a couple of times. And to Merca's credit, they've, and the first time it was within a, within a month of purchasing it. Um, and it was, I think it was put down to it was the, it was the cable. That was I was going to say, I, I went to a trade show about two, three years ago. And I spoke to a Merca up there and he says they're on the third generation of cable and that were then. Because yeah. they had nothing but issues with them. Yeah, and and I mean, it, it, all credit to them. They got it sorted. They turned it around. I mean, it, it took a week to get back, but by that stage, the the Cirrus had stepped up to up to the plate and got me out of a tricky situation. <laughs> uh, coughed and spluttered a bit, and I managed to just about get the job finished. Prep work. <laughs> I, I do prefer the first tool, but I, I do prefer the the shape of the worker. You know, for long oh, use. Yeah. 
yeah so i, I yeah I, I find it, it it's more ergonomical yeah i find yeah. and having that that paddle yeah paddle trigger on it i think is it it just works for me better to be honest but then i've got i've got festival other bits and kit sort of carpentry bits yeah uh track saws and and you know um they do make some nice i've just bought a festival but, drill this last week oh, it's nice. yeah I, I i do have to step back from the keyboard yeah, um, or <laughs> and worst of it, I, I found myself eyeing up the uh, the sword saw the other oh, week. The one that's like a vertical chainsaw. Chainsaw, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just like, oh no, just, just step away, step uh, away. It's like uh, that's uh, home improvement, more power. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If it's Jeremy Corbyn Taylor DIY shows, then that that would be what. Yeah. Have. So. Does Paul Cooper have an end game? An, ex, <laughs> an, ex, an exit strategy? I, I, uh, no, uh, I, I really do need one though. Um, <laughs> it's one of those one of those questions that my wife keeps saying. So, have you worked out, you know, your, your exit strategy yet? You know, where do you want to take it? You know, I don't care what the answer is, but have you have you even thought about it? No, no, no. no. And me of all people knows that my body is um, failing. Yeah, rapidly failing on me. <laughs> we're just <laughs> not, lemmings. Not, there not because it's old. Aren't I'm only forty-three for crying out loud. But, yeah, with, um, yeah, we're, we're decaying from day we're born. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just prolonging it, be keeping fit, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's one of those things that I, I do need to. I need to. I need to think about it. Yeah. I mean, like, like we said earlier, I mean, I'd like to get into the more sort of workshop based stuff uh as well just because it's easier on body a bit a bit easier on the old bones shall we say <laughs> seems to be a, a, a common thing now that people want to do the more i think it's going to come to a point where everybody's in a workshop and there's nobody out and about well i, I think the the real kind of hardcore on on site stuff it is a young man's game yeah um you know you, you do it you get your experience you cut your teeth on it and <sighs> And, and then you learn some experience and then you realise the error of your way. So you go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's got to be an easier way. Of the dark it. side. <laughs> <laughs> so is there any takeaways you can give the listeners? Power of the word no. <laughs> that's, that is, that's the one that I learned after my heart attack. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's an hard it's one okay. to learn. It's okay to say no. But also it's okay to know your own value. Yeah. And, you know, I was always terribly, oh, what if I'm not, you know, what if I don't get the job because I'm too expensive? So the hell what? So I'm not the most expensive. I'm better than some of the others that are out there. Uh, I'm not as good as a lot of the others that are out there, but I'm certainly better than some of them are. Do you find but, as you've got older, you've got a bit blasé with pricing? There you go, take it or leave yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have. And, but it's also my attitude to, to actually wanting to do the work as well. Yeah, I'd, um, oh, this is one of my biggest bugbears, and this was this was prior to the, the back incident, in inverted commas. Um, I, I, there was one person I had phoned me up, and they said, "Oh, um, what are you to come and do? I can't remember what it was they wanted me to do, but oh, you know, need this doing." I said, "Well, I have to let you know that looking at my diary, I don't have any availability until a couple of months' time." And they sort of you, you you hear that sort of intake of breath and you think yeah that's through teeth, um, <laughs> and they go well what about weekends? Um, well, I as a general rule of thumb I don't do weekends. Well we'll pay you more money. It's not about the money. What do yeah, you mean yeah. it's not about the money? 
but and, and they pushed it and I, so i said let, let me let me tell you a little story so i told them about the heart attack and they kind of they backed off a bit then yeah I said, well, you know i said it's not that i don't do weekends it's, it's just that i need to arrange it with my family because they're more important than me doing your front room yeah you need to find um, a work-life balance don't you yeah and, and they said well when, when's the first weekend you can do it? Well, six months time and <laughs> and and i went oh okay all right we'll find someone else yeah okay fine yeah yeah, um, I, I, th- I think at points when you when you I don't know if it's just when you're younger or when you're just starting out, but it hurts when you don't get the jobs. And then as you get older, you realise you don't need all the jobs. You don't. You don't. I mean, no, no, a classic one. I, you I lose some it, for a reason. Yeah, you, I've got it jotted down here. I mean, a couple of years ago, I priced a job, and it was for a couple of bedrooms, some feature wallpapering, hanging a couple of doors, putting a couple of other bits and pieces right. The the walls weren't in a great shape one of the bedrooms had been painted um stage show red basically uh, it's like it's like your shoes in the background actually it was that kind uh, they're, of they're my, they're my daughter's trainers uh, the, 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 the adidas ones there, yeah, those the red ones yeah but the, the whole the whole room ceiling and all was all painted that color i was like well yeah. that's not going to cover in two uh that's going to need blocking out and and i priced it all accordingly i said look it's not going to come Cheap. I'm. I'm not cheap. Um, I'm value for money. I'm not cheap. Yeah. Because yeah. you won't need to get this done for a, a good few years. And I, I put the quote in, and you know, it. It was a good couple of weeks or so of work, because there was that much that needed doing. And um, so I know was it just over two grand? I think it was. Um, and didn't hear back from them. And then on one of the local Facebook pages, about a year later, someone had recommended me for something else. And they went, oh, he's terribly dear. Yeah. And uh, someone else perked up and went, yeah, but he's bloody good. <laughs> There's a reason you paid that money, because you won't have to have it done again for ages. And uh, another couple of months after that, she was the same woman was going, oh, does anyone know a good decorator? Because the stuff we had done 18 months ago needs redoing. Yeah. One of my favourites on Facebook is Wanted Cheap Reliable Decorator. Yeah, and this That's is what this lady got, unfortunately. She got a cheap, reliable decorator. She got someone in that did it for 20% of the price. <laughs> um, and uh, and that included all the materials and everything. It's just like, And there were two of them. Um, but on the flip side, there was another house that, that paid the money, and eight years later, their front room still looks as good as the day that it was, it was first done. I still get people commenting on, oh, you did that house on top of that road, didn't you? Still like that. Every time they've got the lights on, we can see the wallpaper. <laughs> so it's, yeah, that's 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 a big takeaway. Is no yeah. word. So no. one of my favourite bits, and I know we spoke about this pre-recording, and you've got notes. <laughs> so everybody struggles on third room one hundred and one. Yeah, there's. Uh, I, I have got three that I can just rattle oh, off. Cool. <laughs> um, the first one, and it came to my mind instantly. It's disposable culture. Yeah. I, I can't stand disposable culture. Um, call me tight. It's just how I've always been. I get my values, value for money out of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and going back to your question about favorite products and stuff, I've got paintbrushes that are still going strong seven years, eight years later. Yeah. They yeah. need changing now, but you look after stuff and it pays you back. Um, and that's the thing. It's not just in the industry, but just kind of society throw away society isn't throw it? Away. everyone's you know moving on to the next thing i mean in some respects it it works well for us because you know people are having their their living room redecorated with the latest styles every two or three years 
those that can afford it, um, and even those that can't. But yeah, it just sticks in my throat a little bit. Um, uh, we, we need to work on that. The, the the second one, and it is again, it's it's right up there. It's fake news. Yeah. Oh, plenty people of that. jumping on the bandwagon and reposting or sharing something that they've seen and gone, oh, oh yeah, that's terrible, and they've shared it. And you look at it and you go, that's absolute crap. You haven't done any research into it. Five seconds on the internet and you can disprove what they've just posted. For, you know. Yeah, there was one I saw at the beginning of lockdown, um, and it was how the tubes were crammed in London. Yeah. And people are, are you serious? That's a picture from about eight years ago. If you look at this, yeah. it was an article eight years ago. Yeah, do Sensationalism, isn't it? It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's totally. newspapers. Yeah. Um, the third one, and <laughs> it's not really a serious one. Well, it is, as far as I'm concerned, it's a serious one, but it's a bit of a tongue-in-cheek one. It's, it's those Sharpie eyebrows that are in fashion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what, you got a stencil kit at home and you've kind of thought it was a good idea to ink what, that onto your What forehead. looks so great about inch-wide eyebrows? I, I, it doesn't. That's the thing. Yeah. Has your daughter oh, yeah, got on. them yet? No, no, no. Actually, we, we've been very lucky with that. I mean, my, my youngest one's just not interested at all. Yeah. Uh, my eldest one, uh, she'll pencil them in a little bit and we'll look at her and go, are you sure? Um, but actually, she's very natural, and, and it kind of like her. caterpillars, aren't they? Yeah, it, it, it rang through a few years, a couple of years back, 2016. We went to um, again. This is all on the back of of having a heart attack, and we're just going. Do you know what? We've, we've just got to live a little, but let's make some memories. Yeah. And we did. We went to America, 2016. Did Disney, um, and on the way out. Uh, Emily, bless her, she wanted to get some. I can't remember what brand of makeup it was. It wasn't a cheap one, and we went. Yeah, go on. Why not? So she went and spoke to the the, the girl on the counter in this in this brand, and um, she wanted this and she wanted that and she wanted the other. And and the girl on the till went, please don't. You've got cracking skin. You've got great complexion, um, and you really don't need all of that war paint on your face. Yeah. And um, it sort of cemented it in her mind that she didn't need to bother with it. So. <laughs> Well, I, I know I'm going to get some haters for this, but we watch Love Island. And with, I was saying earlier, watching the Aussie one because there's no British one this year. <laughs> and there was a lass on there last night. And like you said, the Sharpie eyebrows were about an inch thick. Yeah. But the, you proper, could see proper where, chisel tip stuff. Yeah. But you could see where original one was because where she'd drawn it on, it was a shade lighter. And you're like, what is attractive <laughs> about that? And that's when I think, God, I'm getting old. What is attractive about that? It's not. It's not. It, it is proper coyote ugly stuff. You would chew your arm off if you got caught with that the next morning. Well, I would say a lot of these. You know, it's um, I prefer natural beauty over fake beauty. Yeah, definitely. It lasts longer for a start. A lot of these, when you um, when you wake up to them next morning without full face a slap on, they look like a bag of spanners. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't possibly comment anyway because I mean, I, I've been with my wife for oh, 25 years. We, we met at school so yeah. you know it's, it's it's been a fair i've known no other you know uh, so i'm i'm purely uh, i'm purely speculating i'm purely judging people for their standards that i couldn't possibly understand but yeah, I'd, I'd rather have someone that looks as good without makeup you know as they yeah. do you know you see some of these famous ones say, jesus christ when they take makeup off they look rough as yeah. yeah, I'd rather somebody look smart without makeup, you know, and that'll be away. Um, yeah, it's a, the good thing about this uh, coronavirus lockdown, essentially, is it, it's forced people to address their roots. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> and, and come to terms with them because they're about three inches long now. 
Well, that's it. Yeah, well, it's, it would cost a fortune to have them pruned, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, where where can we find you online and on social media? Well, I'm um, I'm at Bear Imp on Instagram and Twitter, I think as well. Uh, it's that long ago since I've been active on Twitter. Yeah, uh, things get shared to it through yeah. Instagram, uh, and then I'm uh, Bear Improvements on Facebook. Just look for the look for the. The cuddly bear logo, which gets everywhere in some instances. <laughs> Entered an online competition the other week, and uh, there was a, a little video of them sifting through all the answers. And uh, one of my daughters looked at me, oh, look, it's you. <laughs> it, stood out, it stood out like a sore thumb. So what hobbies do you have besides, I think you've touched on these, but we know you like music, but what other hobbies do you have besides work and Land well, Rovers? I, I do like a barbecue. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that a barbecue, understand. but it, it, it's got to be a proper barbecue. None of this gas nonsense. It's got to be charcoal. Oh, you won't like it. It's got to be either. British charcoal. Um, and uh, it, it's it's quite by chance that one of my very good friends actually produces the stuff uh, yeah. about five miles up the road. Is that the stag one? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome yeah I'm just stuff. skimming stag, through. Stag British charcoal, and it's it's just unbelievable. Um, he actually dropped off a, a mystery batch to me this evening of, of some cedar, some 200-year-old cedar uh, that he was doing a trial on. So uh, I've got that to try for the weekend. Um, yeah. But I do, I do like a barbecue. I like a bit of outdoor living. I, I, I love a bit of alfresco eating out. That's what I love about going on holiday abroad, where you yeah. can sit outside and eat. Yeah. You know, we don't get enough good weather to do it and appreciate it. Yeah. But I, I do like to sit out and eat. <laughs> Our first barbecue this week this year was um, second half of March. It was a bit nippy. Yeah. By the time the sun had dropped at six o'clock, um, but it was uh, it was good. Got the fire pit out, and it was uh, yeah, it was nice. But now that we, we've got the garden sorted out, it's a bit more enjoyable. We we've just invested in a chimney in last week or so. Yeah. Couldn't get one anywhere. Can't can't get chimneys. Can't get hot tubs. Can't get gas barbecue. <laughs> uh, but I found, found the chimney, ordered it on the Saturday from Germany, turned up on the Thursday. That's wow. efficiency fire from Germany. Yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah. Super efficient. Boxes. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, other things, I mean, films, I like films. Um, not as much as my music. Um, but uh, actually, one of the things that I really love doing is just spending time with my family. They I mean, call me weird, but actually, we're, we're quite lucky we all get on. Um, yeah, well, that's, that's to me. That's normal. Yeah, you know, it's, I've, my brother-in-law. He's if he's got a day off, he's off on motorbike somewhere. And I think right. my first thought is, you know, where can I take kids? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my my both my girls do majorettes. Uh, both of them are very good majorettes, uh, baton twirls and maces yeah. and pom poms and all sorts of stuff like that. Because it was marching and and leotards. And, Got all sorts of all sorts of stuff like that. I, I love it. It's uh, it's almost like a second family for us, really now. Yeah. So no, it's it, it's not a bind. Lots of the other dads just don't come anywhere near it with someone else's barge pole, let alone their own. But yeah, I don't think I would. <laughs> <In all honesty. laughs> I, I, you, you have to be indoctrinated into it. It's That's your department, love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm off to price a job up. Yeah, I'll see you later. I, I do that every Thursday when we used to have Asda delivery. I'll be on late Thursday. Got a job to look at. Pull up on the seafront with a cup of tea somewhere. Excellent. Excellent. Secrets out. So, <laughs> going back to social media, who are you who are you loving on social media at the moment that you follow? 
<laughs> that's a, that's a long old list. Um, because of being fairly multidisciplinary, there are quite a few different people that I follow. Um, the ones that really float my boat are the ones that have a little bit of artistic flair. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, people that will decorators wise, you know, we're, we're talking people that will actually set a room and take a decent photograph. I, I know he's been mentioned before. And I know he's done a podcast. Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, aside from the fact that his work is just fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a real, he's a real sort of, aspirational character essentially uh the work that him and his team do is is just superb yeah it's, it's, they've got a good setup haven't they yeah um but i mean but then you get other people like scott scott barney i, I like his kind of quirky side yeah um but it's not all about the work with him as well um yeah. and i think that's that I, I can relate because my my instagram feeds very similar you know you get snippets of my private life yeah um, and to begin with, I was a bit uncertain about it, but actually my private life posts are the ones that tend to rate better than some of my professional ones because my clients like to see the human side of me. Yeah, I, I get that. And I have some human side, but I've separated mine Yeah, uh, because it was too much of food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, that, I'm, that, I'm one of them mine. freaks that takes pictures of food. That's my feed for the last sort of six or seven months, or right? <laughs> last year, let's say. Um, yeah. I'm just looking at your ash browns and getting hungry. Yeah, oh, they were good. They were really good. Yeah, they look it. <laughs> damn easy as well. Yeah, look that one up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there, there, there's a couple of other guys. I mean, I know you've had Lord Hart, Chris. Yeah. Lord Hart decorating on. Um, he, he turns out some cracking stuff. Um, but also, I mean, I, I don't know him personally, but he does come down as come across as being a really down to earth guy. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's that for me is part of the battle. It's 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 having. It's people that aren't just machines churning stuff out, yeah, um, without any kind of emotion to it. Um, my decor, he's another one. Yeah, um, yeah. And actually, I mean, his his feed has a sentimental attachment to me because I grew up, I was born and bred in Putney. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's his stomping ground now. Sultan decorators. I don't know that one. Well, uh, Musley there. Hillway. Um, yeah. They're a, a husband and wife team. She does the social media side of stuff. Uh, and the Sultan himself does a lot of the decorating. Uh, and they've got a team of guys. Uh, but they do some lovely stuff. They're, they're a nice um, nice kind of family unit. Um, but, I mean, there, there's tons of other stuff. You know, building stuff. You've got Stringers stringers Builders in, in Welling Garden City. Banks Carpentry. He's a sprayer. And does a lot of carpentry. Yeah, follow he's, Banks. He's, yeah, wow. Just wow. Um, Norfolk Reclamation. They always put on a good show. Reclamation yeah. place up in, up in Norfolk. Um, but then the, you get the arty farty lot. Uh, my good friend Charlie Bad, the tall yeah. photographer. He's, yeah. he's got a good feed. Um, and then there's uh, some kind of more interior design stuff. The G-Plan story. Yeah. That's nice for a bit of vintage stuff. Vintage Mischief, uh, based in Beckles. Um, again, they're like a second-hand retro furniture place. There's, there's, a, some... there's a couple I could recommend if you like vintage. There's one called Whisper and Echo. Oh, that rings a bell. I've seen that somewhere. There, I think they used to be Sheffield Way. Uh, I'm sure it's Whisper and Echo. Uh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, Whisper and Echo. They haven't, they haven't put it on for a while, but they'd have like reclaimed school gym benches. 
right and yep. repurpose them and there's some g-plan stuff on there yep. uh, but, but even like your reclaimed coat rails from school and stuff like that you know and they give it a modern twist uh, and another good one is ollie allen in sheffield he does a lot of design in joinery and he's i've seen him make lampshades out of all sorts he's pretty good right what's the name sorry there's ollie allen I think his wife has one called Sheffield Steel Rings, where they make bespoke rings. Uh, okay, I'll look and then that. I'll just, Whisper and Echo one. Yeah, that, that looks right up my street. That could be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> if, if 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 you're looking at workshop base, that sort sort of thing, I'd imagine you were doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It does uh, look and sort of stuff. I've seen Jay Ed, who's workshop based up in Newcastle. I'm sure I've seen him do some G planning, some funky colours. Uh, yes. Or it was G plan or stag. The, the purist in me and that OCD perfectionist in me kind of almost recoils from that sort of thing. Yeah. But then there have been other items that I've thought, I've looked at and I've gone, that's so far gone from knackered that it can only be painted. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, there's some good ones out there. Yeah, there's some fantastic fantastic so, there. but i mean like you say i mean instagram is the is the place because it's it's just it's just more positive yeah it's, it, it seems to be a better community yeah yeah whereas facebook everybody you put on that doesn't fit with somebody else's idea of doing something and they jump on you yeah i, I think it's that keyboard warrior thing really isn't it i mean instagram yeah. is very much a mobile platform whereas yeah. facebook has its roots in you know fixed terminals yeah so but brilliant it's been brilliant to finally catch up with it's only took since november when i <laughs> oh, chatted to you at the show where we were, we were watching john and jamie's masterclass, weren't it, it? was it was indeed yeah yeah, yeah. And, indeed. Uh, lost track of you after that and it took a while to get older <laughs> <laughs> so well brilliant and hopefully we'll catch up with you sometime in future no it'd be good it'd be excellent yeah thank you very much indeed okay no paul you've been a star cheers take care cheers well, that's all we have time for in this week's episode. I hope you enjoy listening to them as much as I do. Now, if you'd like to show your support, you can do it in various ways. You can click on the Buy Me A Coffee link in the show notes, leave us a review on iTunes, hashtag Bobcast on Insta, and share us with your friends. You can also reach out to us on the usual channels, which again can be found in the show notes, as we do always appreciate your feedback. And if you ever fancy taking part, then simply just contact us. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.